This is Everyday Photography Every Day, where you get to listen in on a chat between a photographer, that's me, and a regular human. That's me. With an eye on making your pictures amazing. No technical stuff, no talk of gear or software, just photography for the love of it. We're sponsored by Neomodern.com, bringing concierge photo printing and framing to everyone with a smartphone. I'm Suzanne Fritz Hansen, enthusiastic iPhone picture taker. And I'm Michael Rubin, photographer, founder of Neomodern, and grumpy old man, and we're in San Francisco tonight. Welcome. Hey, Rubin. Hey, Suzanne. I have, a, I have something that we talked about last time. It came up on our last episode, and I wanted to keep talking about it. It's um, about imperfection. Oh, are you, is this a personal comment or you feel? <laughs> no. I try to embrace my imperfections. Is that what you're? No, 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 it's not. Because it makes us more beautiful. It's not, it's true. Mm. No, it's it's in that, right? It's um, the beauty of imperfection. Uh-huh. But um, we we'd sort of touched on the idea of imperfection. And then earlier you talked about oh. a book. Oh, you know, it's funny. Yeah, that was a interesting point. So I went to um, a party the other night mm-hmm. and... Um, the woman who was leaving town said, bring me something that in, in, inspired you, influenced you to share with uh, with me. She was going away party and she wanted some. Oh, that's so it, nice. It was really nice. And people brought cool little things and told stories. Yeah. And what I found, what I pulled out was a book that I'd gotten sort of at the same point in my life from a mentor mm-hmm. about the idea of wabi-sabi. Mm-hmm. And I, it, at the time... I'd sort of heard the expression, but I didn't really know much about it. Yeah. And in, in it's a very short book. It's called Wabi Sabi for Artists and Designers and something like that. It came out years ago. Mm-hmm. And I, it's kind of the classic on the topic. So I when I first got this book, I realized that Wabi Sabi was something that I held inside. Like I believed – like it is an ethos that – resonated as I learned about it. I was like, I think we knew this all along. And here is like, wow, people have been talking about this for a thousand years. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's the sort of Japanese um, ethos of imperfection a little yeah. bit, that things can be too perfect. And it finds its way into Ikebana, right? Mm-hmm. The way they arrange flowers, the art of arranging flowers. It finds its way into lots of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's a really important, I think it's a really important concept, and it colored all kinds of stuff mm-hmm. for me afterwards. And one of the ways that you describe it is that, like, things, if you if a human makes something, if we work really hard, it's sort of perfect, right? Me- mechanically, it's just, that's what we are aspiring to, is to make this thing perfect. Right. And its perfection is not really right. It's mm-hmm. not as beautiful as it can be. It's the imperfection. We hear that all the time. Right. The, the flaw in the diamond makes it more valuable. <laughs> the, I mean, it's a, it's a, and I think even for us, we should embrace, like the metaphor for our humanity of embracing our own flaws and imperfections, it isn't a problem to be solved. It is the thing that makes us special. Yeah. It's the amazing thing. Well, I think that's what, I mean, it, it's sort of that idea of the imperfection makes any piece of, you know, photograph or whatever, I guess since we're talking about photography, that'd be a good thing to talk about. But it's like that human element. I mean, you feel like, okay, there's a touch of someone, otherwise it's too stale, it's too flat. To see snow cover, you know, a snow covered ground that's just pristine is maybe it's not as interesting as seeing with the with yeah. the, with the few footsteps. Because it's just like Okay, flat. It's it's a one read story. I, I get it. I understand, and you move on. But when it's they... like it's Photoshop. It's it, to me, it feels sort of like it's photoshopped. It's too perfect. It has no tension. Yeah, right. And I think your pictures, especially, do have a lot of that. Just the human touch. Like there, there are humans present. It You're saying that feel... I'm very imperfect. 
Yes. <laughs> right. As a compliment, Ruben. I You're feel very great about it. I aspire to that. That's um, the lovely sabi. I mean. No, but I mean, it, it, it's like the you know the rumpled the rumpled blanket, the mm. the the cupboards that are ajar, the, you know, the things that are that, that like something has happened. You're like, what is the story? It pulls you in because your brain can't figure out in in one line. Oh, that's how I see. That's how no, I no, see. That's cool. You know, the beauty. Of Danny and I talked about like trying to find the story in a picture, and I think the wabi sabi, it's a little bit of the like. What pushed this off of normal? Okay, so we talk a lot about composition mm-hmm. in, in the show, and uh, and I'm kind of a formalist in comp- like I like things to be planned like a little bit formal in the structure of the image. Right. But if you just left it like that, if it was too formal, it is flat. It has none of that energy. Yeah. And the wabi sabi element is the is the waiting for the bird, waiting for the person, finding the 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 thing that cracks it a little yeah, bit yeah. and uh it's it's equivalent like when you have a, a symmetrical composition having an element that pushes it out off symmetry there's something different mm-hmm. on side a than on side b yeah that gives it that kind of tension and again i think that's wabi-sabi um in execution mm-hmm. so beginners might go out there and have a tendency to want things to be perfect they want the light to be perfect they want the subject to be Great. They want to Photoshop out the the wrinkle or the wire <laughs> yeah. or or anything that they uh, come to the picture thinking is making it less perfect. But I think in in fixing those things, either aspirationally that I'm going to try to take a picture without all that stuff, right. or in post production that I'm going to fix that stuff, I think you're making it less good. That that isn't where you might want to aim. That to embrace. What makes this a little bit wonky? Yeah, I have um, a design, uh, kind of a design mentor, uh, Randall Wilson. He used to say, if you can't conceal, reveal. And that is something I I say quite a lot, actually, where if you have something, whether it's the telephone wires or, you know, things that you can't, you can't fix, you can't kind of hide it, make it be what it is. Like if it's... Own it. Own it. (laughs) Own it. Do it. Don't conceal, reveal. Yeah. Isn't that great? Oh my God! Can't you just you like go. a you're a machine for these little fun <laughs> folksy wisdom. <laughs> it is. It's like get the cliche out of the way. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I think if we do the podcast long enough, we're gonna have like a book of Suzanne's <laughs> aphorisms, little great sayings. That, that'll be that'll be my first book. <laughs> Don't conceal, reveal. I think that's exactly right. You, yeah. And and I think even for me, I approach photos all the time where I'm trying to move myself around to conceal something. Right. Like I don't want it to look like I'm shooting out of a window. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to see that there's wires there. Mm-hmm. And so I move my composition just so you don't see that. And, I, and I'm and i frequently inspired and surprised when I see a picture I like where they've pulled back and it's like, oh, it's okay. They're in a room shooting out a window. Right. That's a car. Like yeah. it's crooked. It's this. It's blurry. It's blurry. Well, All it of those... tells a story. It tells it, you know, it tells more of the story, and it's that that imperfection that you're that you're then maybe drawn to. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. That's why if you can't conceal, reveal. That's oh, that's really good. <laughs> uh, but it's funny that that can almost tie into the wabi sabi conversation oh, of absolutely. photography. You know, um, you know, kintsugi is the. Japanese art form. There's a lot of this. I know. I was like, you know what? I feel like my Japanese is getting so much I better. I feel like I need to go <laughs> go do some reading here. Um, uh, k- kintsugi, if, assuming I'm saying that right, is repairing ceramics with gold mm-hmm. or precious metals where something is broken and you kind of put it back together. And again, way um, uh, American 
ethic might be you use super glue on that crack and you put it back together and I think we can make it so you don't even see that there's a crack there mm -hmm. that I can repair this mm -hmm. ceramic so it's perfect like new yeah right and Kintsugi would say oh, it's broke it's like reveal love, it. love yeah. it reveal it it's like and the gold tooth that makes it more valuable oh yeah it is gold, and it's gold yeah. and it's and it's calling this out you put the gold in the crack, and now you've highlighted that it was broken, that the beauty of the crack. Yeah. And you've taken something that should be valueless, mm -hmm. and you've made it into something that's jewelry. Yeah. Right? I've, put... I've actually done this quite a lot, and I didn't know about kintsugi. Um, so this is great to learn. But when I've chipped, like, china plates, I would take gold leaf and actually highlight the chip rather than throwing it away. Or I bought a chair. Um, Martin Boss is a Dutch designer, and he designed what's called the smoke chair, probably... 10, 15 years ago, um, but I bought one of these smoke chairs, and what he does is he actually sets the um, the frame of the chair on fire, and so every chair is different, and then once it's been set on fire, it's very, very high temperature, so it doesn't ruin the structural integrity, usually, and um, <laughs> then it's the, the burnt frame is upholstered afterwards. And so it is kind of this, you know, wabi-sabi of this you know, embracing the imperfection, but then it's it's sealed, you know, the, the, the charred wood is sealed and then it's upholstered. But what happened is I bought a chair that was um, the leg had been structurally weakened. And so the leg had actually kind of like almost burnt off. So I had to reattach it. But instead of just reattaching it to make it look like you wouldn't have noticed, mm -hmm. I had I had a gold leaf and reattached it because I, I liked the idea of it being almost this... Um, I had a picture that was my inspiration, and it was this um, really, like, dark, uh, like, African-American. Um, it was just a really close-up on the mouth, but they had a, it was, like, a big smile, and there's one gold tooth. And I was like, that's it. That's, like, my inspiration because it was that sparkle, that extra piece that you're just like, I love it. I, I like that. that. I mean, all of these... All these play together, right? Yeah, this they is all do. different it's... versions of the same right. idea. Japanese are so smart. There's, it's like <laughs> we could learn a lot here. I mean, we've got kintsugi and wabi sabi, mm -hmm. ikebana. Uh, ikebana. Wow, yeah. I mean, I think I would change entirely the way I approach teaching photography and just make it about these ideas. Oh, really? I think maybe that's the book. Yeah, there you go. Interesting. How can we keep the book that's it? almost done? Exactly. So if you're thinking of writing that book, <laughs> don't write it. It's it's too late. The book has been written. <laughs> that imperfection. I mean, that's a. It's a hard. It's such a, a pejorative term. It's such a negative term to say that it's an imperfection. But it may just be the essence of something, the truth of something, seeing what it really is. The you know when someone has a, a mole on their face yeah. and at some like point Cindy in the, Crawford. What? Cindy Crawford. And at some point she probably was trying to disguise it with stuff. Mm -hmm. And then it became her thing or Marilyn Monroe, right? right and that right. became like a signature yeah. thing. I imagine all of your photography has inherent in it this like right now maybe when you look at your pictures you have a, this desire for perfection and what if you undid that and tried to find the thing that made it imperfect and embraced the, the imperfections that you were capturing would well, that make like, for better a better set of pictures it's like pretty is different than beautiful pretty is different than beautiful and i and i push back against pretty i do too because you know? it feels flat it feels like there's nothing of substance there necessarily it's when you, not to bring it back to like a model again but just the Sydney Crawford thing made me think of it it's like if you've seen some some models that are just so pretty but they're just it's it's flat you know it's well, like they, you don't see they, anything beyond undistinctive it. like exactly. haven't you heard they people say in. like all those models sort of look alike mm -hmm. uh, and and 
that's especially if you're trying to not totally objectify this person and trying mm-hmm. to actually be a picture of them and mm-hmm. reveal something about them. You want to identify that uniqueness, right? Yeah, you know that character, the character, right, in them. Um, I think that's a good. I mean, I wouldn't raise it to an assignment for everybody, right. but to really. Uh, think about the wabi-sabi yeah. in your photography. I, again, you could be a formalist compositionally. Like I still am framing things up, and I and I want it to feel whole and thoughtful. But it's but it isn't good. It's not it's not done. You know, you're gonna wait, and I don't know what the word is. You know, you're gonna wait and yeah. see if something wabi-sabi's it. I don't right. think it's a verb. No, I like how you said earlier how you said it kind of cracks the image. But it, it's like it doesn't crack it and breaks it. It cracks it to break it open. Hmm. That's beautiful. I'm here all day. <laughs> I'll be in Vegas waitress. all week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's wrap things up. Um, unless you have anything else you want to... <laughs> no, I'll okay. listen to a high note. Okay. <laughs> Our show is recorded and produced in San Francisco. Go to neomodern.com slash podcast to get show notes, see photos, post comments. Reviews and ratings on iTunes. We love that stuff. Don't forget to subscribe. Tell your friends. We get new uh, new listeners from you telling your friends and spreading the word. If you know someone who might get something from listening to us, please send the link. And thanks to Mitchell Foreman for our theme music. All of you for hanging out with us. We appreciate your attention. We hope we've given you some great things to think about. So until next time. 